Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Those news and talk. Live, local, and loud. Who are these knuckleheads? Passion. We have no clear star. We can lose anybody and still be as good. Energy. You are obsessed with his mother. I'm a little uncomfortable with how obsessed with his mother you are. And a whole lot of laughs. Oh, crap, all of you. It's live, local, and loud. We have a show on a Marconi award-winning station. This is like playing for the Yankees. Here's Nick Grenowitz and Jerry Daniels. All right, here we go. A Tuesday night edition, live, local, and uh, loud right here on WDBO 107.3 FM at AM 580 Orlando's News and Talk. Nick Ronowitz, Nikki Football here. Jerry Daniels is with me. We are indeed jam-packed for the next two hours. Brian Flores left millions of dollars on the table in order to talk about the Dolphins and uh, make his accusation. We'll get into that. Uh, Lefty is in a little bit of trouble here. Phil Mickelson with his latest comments, is stepping away from the sport. Aaron Rodgers explains his Instagram activity. No, nothing like that, but he put a cryptic Instagram post out there. Does that mean he indeed is going to be leaving the Green Bay Packers? We'll get into all of that and a whole lot more. You, of course, can get in touch at 844-580-9326. That's 844-580-9326. Also, on the open mic in the WDBO app, just download the app, click on the open mic, We will play those throughout the show. But, of course, you know how we start every single night. A six-pack of the can't-miss stories from today. Today, the Yingling Six-Pack on live, local, and loud. One. You always have all the fun on Mondays. I take Mondays off because I enjoy taking Mondays off. But then things happen over the weekend. I'm like, ah, Nick gets to You want to come in on Mondays? You can come in on Mondays. That doesn't (laughs) mean you get Friday off. We don't subtract here. We're only programmed to receive. (laughs) All right. So uh, the number one trending story is actually the comments by Brian Flores and the report that by not signing the non-disclosure agreement after exiting the Miami Dolphins, he left millions on the table. And that's because he wanted to talk. And, well, in case you haven't been paying attention, Flores has been talking since he left the Miami Dolphins. Um. You got to, as someone who likes to talk about sports, you got to thank Brian Flores for this, right? I mean, it's definitely been a lot of content for us, but I mean, I I admire, I I think that there is always a lot of scrutiny and skepticism that comes in suits like these because some people believe, okay, it's sour grapes. Brian Flores got fired. I mean, of course there's not going to be a good feeling. I mean, I've been fired before. Guess what? I don't feel great about those people. And sometimes there are accusations that are made that, are without any merit whatsoever. But Brian Flores leaving millions of dollars on the table um, because when a coach is fired, I got to be honest, I didn't know this, that when a coach is let go and there is money NDA, did you know that? I did not know that, that he signs a you know non-disclosure agreement. Um, he decided not to sign it. And when you don't, you do not receive all of your money. So him deciding to leave the money on the table so that he had the ability to come out and make the accusations that he did, 
to me, it gives him a little bit more credibility, does it, gives it not him a for lot you? more credibility. Yeah. Huge, 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 huge. Be- because if this was This just- was important for him enough on principle. I've actually not had a problem with Flores on anything he said so far on his exit. The, the I didn't think he was a hypocrite at all. The, the statement post-Lovey Smith hiring, I didn't love. I think that was a really uh, good. That was a bad look. It, it was. I, and I understand that you had to do it, um, perhaps, to try to make your case to at least emphasize, hey, Brian Flores was in the running for this job. But I, I didn't think that that was a great look for him and his lawyers. And there was a lot of meat left on the bone. I thought that was kind of low-hanging fruit. But Brian Flo- this, this story coming out, and of course, this is from Brian Flores and from his people. And this comes out now, of course, now that he has a job with the Pittsburgh Steelers as an assistant on that defensive staff. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think this does add quite a little bit of cred- credibility for him. Two. Jawan Howard has officially been suspended for the balance of the regular season as Michigan head coach due to that fisticuff that he was involved in, involving multiple coaches, we'll call it, and players. Uh, he was also fined $40,000. Um, not, it was a little bit ugly. I, I thought. Ugly. That's ugly. Should, it's ugly. It's a bad look. I mean, that is. That, it's that a bad is look, a bad, but bad I don't look. think the penalties were that bad. I mean, he, he still gets to coach in the postseason, he still gets to coach in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, he just doesn't get the coach in the regular. The rest so you think, of he, the got, regular you think he got off easy? Yeah, and forty grand. I, I think any time a coach is seen striking another individual player, oh, it was a bad look. Coach, yeah. But that's my point. I thought, I, I thought w- it was going to be more. Gro- I thought the, I thought the fines and suspensions were going to be more considerable. So you don't really think did. the penalty? You don't think the penalty? No, meets, and I'm a huge Jawan Howard fan. I, I know you are. Chris Crawford said yesterday they should suspend him for the rest of the year. And That's I what I was expecting. I hadn't thought about it, but I I agree with you, and I agree with Cece. Um, I think you've set a precedent now that a coach can throw a haymaker and an assistant on a sideline and still expect to coach in the NCAA tournament. I mean, Michigan has not been very good this year. What are they, 14 and 11? And I think this is more about the NCAA wanting one of college basketball's biggest brands, Michigan, and one of their most recognizable coaches, especially when Krzyzewski walks out the door, and that'll be after this season, to potentially participate in the NCAA tournament. I think this is more about branding than it is necessarily policing a league and or, or policing an individual. And I would not have batted an eye if Juwan Howard was shown the door for the rest of the year. If they would have fired him, and I, I think that would have been a bit of an yeah. overstatement. I, I know, I agree. I think that would have been too much. But if they would have fired him, I think I could have at least heard the argument towards doing it because this is well beneath the coach of Juwan Howard's stature. That coaches preach throughout the season accountability, controlling yourself, owning your actions. All And Juwan Howard did none of that. Juwan Howard never – Juwan Howard came out and said, well, I didn't like the way they called the timeout. Get over it. Yeah. I, that, it was that a bad look for Juwan. Him and Craig Gard. Greg Gard, yeah. the, the head coach of Wisconsin, both yeah. of them. Act like adults. The kids are the ones playing on the court. Three. Aaron Rodgers said one day after setting the NFL world ablaze that, uh, you know, be careful what you read into his Instagram post. He went on to the Pat McAfee show today and said that the hashtag Monday Night Gratitude really had more to do with a 12-day cleanse that he was on called the Poncha Karma. I love that it was called Karma. Uh, who who has not come, who has not been a little testy coming off a lengthy cleanse, right? I mean, I remember the last one I was on. I almost quit my job too, so I I totally understand that. Uh, and he's been cleansing quite a bit. I mean, yeah, he broke up days. he broke up with the fiance. I guess yeah. he broke up with the old IPAs, perhaps. And now, yeah. era he's look he's looking for clarity, Jerry. 
Aaron Rodgers, he's on a walkabout, searching yeah, for clarity yeah, yeah. whether or not he should leave the frozen tundra. That man ever going to get married? No. A lot of a lot of high-profile breakups with that man. Yeah, he, uh, Danica Patrick, another one, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, guess what? The, the snow skier, right? With Lindsey Vaughn? No, it was Tiger yeah, Woods. He have a little, no, no he also had a little first with her too. Yeah. Guess yeah, what? I think Aaron. Thing. I think I think Aaron Rodgers is a little difficult. <laughs> I, I think, think she went on a date with him, PK Subban, and Tiger Woods. She's so, been around. Which NFL? I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> which NFL quarterback do you think would be the worst to date? Ah, uh, Tom Brady. You think Brady'd be the worst? He'd be so boring, man. Bed at okay. six o'clock at night. Not a lot of party. You know, we're gonna have. So you're, shack, you're have, shacking up with Roethlisberger, huh? Uh, yeah, that 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 that's Burgers the man. That sounds bed. like fun. Yes. Shots in the morning. <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. Four. <laughs> For the record, I did not say I wanted to shack up with Big Ben. All right. We'll go to ESP- the tape. We'll go to the tape on that. Okay. ESPN sells out their NCAA women's tournament ad inventory yeah 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 it's normal for them to sell out the men's inventory but apparently advertisers have got so desperate oh god this sounds horrible because i love women's basketball have gotten so desperate for live content that will actually get people to watch the commercials that espn has sold out all their ncaa women's tournament ad inventory by the way that's the first time this has ever happened prior to the tournament that's interesting yes do you do you think that the? By the way, in case you don't think that's a lot of money, um, it's a lot of money. The estimate is between eighty-one and ninety, eighty-one and ninety million dollars. It's it's a lot, and I do wonder. I do wonder how different the demographics are. I don't want to nerd out on this. Um, how different the demographics are. Well, I think the you're getting a very particular audience, and so you, I think if you want that audience, mm-hmm. it's a great audience to get. So you're talking, you're talking I'm, about. I, I, Jerry Daniels. Which audience are you talking about? Has I'm not saying anything. Okay. Jerry Daniels has been to seven. Oh, you're women's, women's basketball NCAA guy. NCAA Final Four. Yeah, you love okay? it. Okay, you're a UConn guy. I've traveled for it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that the demographic for women's basketball Final Fours is different right. than other sporting events. No, no, of so course. So if you're looking for that demo. What demo are you talking about? I'm not saying. Okay. But it's a good demo. They spend money. Okay. Five. Why are you always trying to get me in trouble? I'm not trying to get you in trouble. You're always trying to get me in trouble. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm confused. McDonald's. Basketball fans, other. that's the demo. Is that what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about? Basketball fans. Okay. <laughs> well, there's the demo. Man. McDonald's says they're taking a step back from sports sponsorships. On the heels of Pepsi announcing they would stop sponsoring the halftime show of the Super Bowl after 10 years, and really, honestly, on and off for over 40 years. I mean, they were the ones who sponsored the Michael Jackson halftime show, which was the first of the halftime shows to go to a music format, which was the one that his hair caught on fire during practice, which caused him to get hooked on pain meds, which is probably the reason why him and Macaulay Culkin spent so much time. Well, never mind. Anyways, Pepsi and along wow, with other we sponsors are now... we went a long way for that joke. We went a really long way. I mean, that was... That was three well, he was lights. home alone. That was three street lights, two right turns, a bus and a taxi to go for that bad joke. What's the story? Uh, the story is McDonald's says they're going to be taking a step back and relooking at how they engage in corporate sponsorships with sports going forward. Is this uh, a fear in the meantime, because... they haven't pulled anything, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I just think it's interesting that uh, McDonald's is going to rethink 
uh, what they do as far as sponsorship. By the way, for those who don't know, McDonald's makes an average of $2.7 million in revenue per franchise uh, out of McDonald's worldwide. So do you think that this is out of concern for athletes and what they're lending their voices to? I think they're trying to? to save money. I really think they're, they're just trying to save money. money. I, I really do at this point. I think at this point they're like looking at a situation and I think I think everything's gotten expensive. I think I think the, the money spent on sports, live sports sponsorship has gone through the roof. We just mentioned that the NCAA women's tournament has gotten to the point now where like it's sold out like in advance of the tournament. So I think they're just at the point now where they're like we can't take this anymore, guys. This is ridiculous at this yeah. point. Well, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen, I guess. That's uh, my favorite. We're in the world where McDonald's cannot. You went far for that one. I, I, no, it was sitting right there. I mean, I reached <laughs> I reached right down and took a bite. That was it. So that was that was not what you did. Don't don't be like that. Six. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars apparently are in renegotiations with the city of Jacksonville over their lease arrangements. Yes, something that your friends, the Rays, have not had any success with, with Pinellas County and the city of St. Petersburg. The Jacksonville Jaguars, after many failed attempts to cross-collateralize the property around the stadium, allowing the Jaguars to generate more revenue as part of commercial partnerships, now with all those deals in the rearview mirror, and with a few failed other events in recent future, including uh, a head coach that went bye-bye after 13 weeks, the Jacksonville Jaguars want to revisit the deal they have with uh, Gator Sports up there in Jacksonville. Uh, they're saying this has nothing to do with revenue, it has nothing to do with money, or anything to do with the fact that they may or may not want to stay in Jacksonville long-term, but simply to ensure the long-term partnership between the city of Jacksonville and the Jacksonville Jaguars. There, were, there was a lot you thrown out there, so basically they're going to renegotiate with Jacksonville. <laughs> Is that to. what it was? I mean, there's no guarantee that Jacksonville will renegotiate. Okay, they're trying when, to. When's they're the... going to the media to try to what feels like to me to pressure, but I don't think the me I don't think the media or the residents of Jacksonville are very pro Jaguars at this point. Do you? Um, are they pro Jaguars at this point? Um. I mean, listen, it's it's the only up there it's, it's the only team it's 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 the Gators and the Jags up there though. I mean, like I understand that the minor league hockey team does well, but I mean and so is the minor league baseball team. The fans care about it's that AAA, team. AAA, you know, it's almost me. The fans care about that team so much, Jerry, that they wore clown suits and clown noses to the game because they don't like what the owner is doing. So no, I would actually push back. I think they care about that team immensely. The yeah, direction in which that the team deal. is headed in. Don't you think if they work out a new deal with the Jags that they see that as a direct benefit to Shad Khan? And don't you think the citizens of Jacksonville and the surrounding communities at this point just want Shad out? I don't think that they I don't think there's a choice at that point. You can't force your owner out unless he tries to pay a coach to lose games or he names the you team. Stop going to the games. Just stop. I think but Jacksonville going. should just stop going. They're still going, though. I, I mean, you, you're arguing two separate things here. Do I think they care about the Jags in Jacksonville? Obviously, because the team's been terrible for 10 years and they keep going. Yeah. Should they stop going? I think that, that, my friend, that is a mustache of a different color. All right, that is the Yingling Six Pack, <laughs> our six pack of trending stories here wow, online. Wow, Wizard of Oz Loud. reference. It's brought to you by our friends at Yingling, America's oldest brewery since 1879. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nikki Football. We're live, local, and loud. Now, no, now the three big things you need to know. Three. I four is getting ready. I want to please take 
the most enjoyable part of your evening commute. It's live, local, and loud. Here's Nick and Jerry. And thanks for hanging out live, local, and uh, loud right here on WDBO 107.3 FM. At AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk, he is Jerry Daniels. I'm Nate Grunowitz, Nikki Football. You can get in touch at 844-580-9326. That's 844-580-9326. Also, in the open mic in the WDBO app, just download the app, click on the open mic. We will play those throughout the show. Uh, We're going to get into Aaron Rodgers coming up. Uh, It it feels as if it is going to be an intriguing quarterback offseason in the NFL. And by, by the way, the more and more that we hear, Jerry, it feels as if Tom Brady, he, if he does come out of retirement, it is not going to be for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At least there was a report about that uh, during the weekend in terms of a potential strained relationship between Brady and Bruce Arians. Arians has since come out and said, no, that's that's not true. Uh, but Brady has retired, and it feels like the Buccaneers are not a team he is going to return to if he comes out of retirement. No, and... Uh... At this point, don't doesn't it just kind of feel like he's playing games with the Green Bay Packers? Who, Brady? No, I mean Aaron Rodgers at this point, right? No, I'm segueing because this is a relative conversation here. Just doesn't it feel yes, like Aaron 100%. Rodgers is playing games? Yeah, I mean what Aaron Rodgers is enjoying so, the attention, yes. So I'd have no doubt in my mind that we're that Brady's doing the same thing. That this is almost competition to see which quarterback that could be retiring or could be moving on to something else is just kind of looking to see what sort of attention is not just for popularity contests, but they're both probably posturing for the best opportunity on the best team next season. I'm not sold that Brady's done. I don't know. Really? No, I don't know. You think he's done? No, I don't know if he's done or not. (laughs) I don't know. I, I mean, like I, I don't. If I answered that question, no, that I will. Way. I'm playing you right now, honestly. Like, okay. I mean, this is I'm taking literally a page out of your book because I, I don't want to push an opinion on this because I don't believe in anything that Brady. I think that the I, I think that the two guys that are considered by some to be the greatest in their sports history are probably two of the most manufactured athletes that we've ever seen. And that's oh, Tom LeBron Brady and LeBron James. James. And yes, Brady. those two guys. And by the way, we saw it from both of them over the weekend, right? Yes. Brady with the story about Arians, yeah. which this is Brady putting his finger in the air, I believe, to test the waters to see whether or not, or to test the reaction, whether or not if he went to the 49ers, how angry people would be, perhaps. And also, and, and probably how cooperative the, the Buccaneers would be, because they still have his rights for another year, um, though they'd love to get him off their books. But also, I mean, you saw LeBron over the weekend with the stuff about not closing the door on Cleveland. LeBron made the entire weekend. And by the way, he left He left Cleveland, but he made the Cleveland weekend all about LeBron James because he was there, of course, for the All-Star game. So yeah, yeah. I, I just, I think both of these guys. Well, he wanted to go into town and be loved. Yeah. Right? He didn't want to go to town and get booed, right? Right. So now he left town and everybody in Cleveland's going, oh. You and I both have a Cleveland friend that we're friends with, right? Yeah, how, yeah, how was our Cleveland friend? You know, he was posting all weekend. Oh, LeBron's coming back. I would want Next that. year, LeBron's coming back. I'd pass. No, thank he, you. No, he clear as a hardcore Cleveland fan, mm-hmm. he made it clear, at least from his point of view, someone who used to work for the Cleveland organization, actually, um, that he would welcome him back with open arms. And, and by the way, if you look at the comments on his post, it seems like a lot of his fellow Clevelanders would be all in. They want their native son to come home to ruin the franchise again. But if you win a title, (laughs) I get it. All right. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nikki football. We're live local and loud.
This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. The first step towards your evening nightcap. It's live, local, and loud. Here's Nick and Jerry. I got bad news about the uh, pepper mill, Jerry. Okay, wait, wait, which pepper mill? You mean the, 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 the one restaurant that I love? The one in Vegas, yeah. I got bad news. Oh, no. Temporarily closed. We, we went over to check it out. For Unfortunately, what? I don't. I didn't bang on the door. I don't for know. Like health code violations or something? Or I, did not, I, mean, I did not do any research. You go there on for it. drinking. So well, I, I know you said go there for brunch first. Well, they have, they have yeah, a, I, that's, I, oh, they have I know. a lemon curd muffin. Okay. That's incredible. But I mean, it's a drinking spot. Okay. Oh, is that, I, I thought it was for a different kind of muffins. Just drinking? <laughs> Only drinking. <laughs> so the pepper mill was closed. Huh? Pepper mill was closed. Yes. Welcome back. He's Jerry uh, Daniels on Nikki Football, live, local, and loud. I was right Vegas. Here on w- Vegas was outstanding. Um, did you check out the new Conrad or no? Yeah. Oh, we spent a lot of time in there. <laughs> Yes, we did. We spent a lot of time in the in the Conrad. I think it opened only like three weeks ago, right? So it yes, uh, at least it felt that way. Yes, it's um, brand new. Funny thing is, when we were there in October, it almost looked like it. I mean, it literally looked open, but it wasn't. But but uh, but it looks highly fancy. highly suggest going to check it out. We uh, I think it's within a stone's throw of the hotel you stayed at. We stayed at the Trump, yes, and yes. it was the close. Not the I guess it wasn't the closest hotel, but it was the fir- the Conrad was the first casino I we went to. I think the closer one for you is Circus Circus, but I'm assuming you skipped Circus Circus. Oh uh, no, we were in there. You did? Yeah, we went in there. <laughs> I'm never going back to the Flamingo though. The Flamingo, the blackjack deal at the Flamingo cleaned me out. So, no. Um, it wasn't too, too bad, but we were up everywhere well, else except the, the Flamingos. Flamingos. Yeah, we didn't do that. Oh, nice. I guess the novelty of a Flamingo in, when you're from Florida yeah. Been is there, a done really that. big deal. Exactly. Right? Did yeah. you check out the volcano? Because the volcano's being ripped out. I did not check out the volcano. No, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah, They're going to build a big guitar. You know the one that's in Fort Lauderdale or Hollywood? You know, the Seminole Tribe Hotel that's in Hollywood, Florida? Yeah, the one that looks like look, the big guitar, yes. They're going to put that on the strip where the volcano is now. Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's pretty Did you see any shows? Cool. No. Wow. No. You're not at that age yet, huh? I mean, I, I think we could have, but, I mean, you've got five guys in Vegas. They got we the spent... high-price shows. Well, Some of those shows are good for guys. I understand. We, 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 did, um, we, we did the car experience one day. Okay. Where a buddy of a buddy of ours drove a really nice Porsche. Um, was it a Porsche or yeah, McLaren? It's, he it's drove way the McLaren. south of the city. Yes, we we had to take an Uber all the way down there. I did the drift wow, experience. That's an so Uber we did. drive. Holy cow! Well, it was like twenty minutes. It wasn't that bad. You know that little exhibit south of there is the Colored Rocks. Did you see the Colored Rocks? We did not go see the Colored Rocks. No. So okay. we did. Uh, we did the drift experience, like a little Tokyo okay. drift action out yeah, there. Yeah, that was yeah, fun. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day we did this experience. I talked about this yesterday, where you could shoot like rare firearms it's called like battlefield vegas or something like that i shot a 50 cal sniper rifle wow yeah that was fun i couldn't lift my arm (laughs) above my head the next day but it was a lot of fun yeah (laughs) well at least you got your priorities straight right i love shooting i've gotten into the the artificial guns is that is that wimpy that i've gotten into like the laser like like the real ones like it shoots straight like those kind I'm I'm trying to understand what you're talking about. So you're so you go to Shoot Straight or okay. Gander. I guess Shoot Straight's a sponsor, so we'll say Shoot Straight. So you go to Shoot Straight, um, and great people up there. And you go up there and use a real gun, but you use blanks, so it's cheaper. It still gives you the same action. And then there's a laser finder on it, which tells you where the bullet would have hit, 
if if you had really shot it. So you get the same feel of a real gun, the same okay. smell of a real gun. You're using a real gun, but it just it's just target practice, and you never actually uh, shoot the target at the end of the thing. It's pretty neat, though. They have it at Gander up in. Um, I've never I've never heard of it. Yeah, I, I honestly like. I mean, I've I've never heard of this. That's interesting. It's much cheaper. It's easily because ammunition has gone through the roof. If you can get it, we did experience that. Yes, can 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 confirm, <laughs> can confirm that a fifty cal shell was yeah, not cheap. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, I when you're there, hundred bucks on ammo. Um, among the group of you. Oh, at least. Oh, yeah, at least. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, you're yeah. paying. You're paying for something like that. Also, you're paying for an, for a for a group for a package and all of that. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you that one fifty cal shell shell for that sniper rifle that I shot inside of the package, I got two. If I wanted to fire one more. Um, I believe it was sixty-eight or seventy-five dollars for the one shell. Yeah, crazy, huh? Oh, just yeah. ammo, and, and it's it's not that the cost of ammunition has really gone up that much to make it. That's I mean, I've talked to people that know this. Is there transportation? Just, yeah, it's just it, it's just they can charge what they want right now oh, because there's okay. just none available. Such in a demand. It's just in a demand. Yeah, because everybody's like stockpiling weaponry right now because. Apparently, when Russia's done invading the Ukraine, they're going to come over and invade us. Yeah, Kevin and I talked about that for a little while during uh, Orlando's News and Talk, right? <laughs> so we were debating if you were to invade the United States, where the clear starting point would be, right? I mean, Alaska came up, and it was kind of a strange, strange kind of way, way to way to. No one's invading it. Alaska. No one's. No one's. I don't think anyone's invading the United States. But I mean, like, if it were to happen, I think Florida's where you start. Like, if it's a, re- if it's a. You know, they come in from Cuba. That that was where we ended up with it. Yes, they yeah. come in from Cuba. You st- you keep stacking up the troops in Cuba. Now they tried to do that once. It was called the what Cuban Missile Crisis back yes. when uh, when well, a very a few months ago a, a perceived very weak president uh, named Kennedy uh, uh, seemed like he opened the door for Russia to try to be cute. So then another president who's perceived a certain way. Not getting political here, but that's what's going on. Uh, same sort of thing. So, Hold on. You don't want to get political on this, but last week you told everyone who couldn't afford to live in Orlando to get up and, I quote, <laughs> get the hell out. It is interesting how we we like to kind of just pick our – got a lot of heat for that. We comments. like to pick our moments. Yeah, because it's asinine. <laughs> you can't afford to live here, then don't. I'm just saying there's other options. That's all. But, um, yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, – um, either that or Mexico, right? Come over the Rio Grande, Arizona. <sighs> Perhaps. I mean, like if it's a Red Dawn situation, I think it's Cuba and Cuba only, and that is why the United States it's is still hard so to invade interested. off water. What's that? It's, it's still difficult to invade from boats. It is. But you put a bunch of planes in Cuba. But I mean, come on, we could nuke Cuba to like into like a. I mean. Conventional. I mean, there's there's a reason why there's what three air bases. You got halfway in Florida. through that thought, and you were like, "Eh, maybe not." Uh, you got, you got, I'm just saying. I mean, it's a small island, right? It it's a very small island, yes. But I mean, I, listen, like we're watching what's going on in Ukraine right now, and pretty much what Putin said was, "Well, we are going to now claim that these two areas are not actually Ukraine, and they're up for grabs. So we're going to invade, <laughs> but not actually invade, right? We are literally changing the rules of engagement, <laughs> no. so that we can move forward." You know what I mean? It's it, it's got, insane. And the, and the entire Western world is like, ah, damn it. Like, 
Well, what can what can we do? No, I think it's a good question, right? What can we do? We'll take a break a minute from the sports here, but what can we do? What, I Sanctions. Mean, I think they turned and, off the gas pipeline to Germany, well, right? But that, that, who does that hurt? It hurts Germany, right? It does, but you you need to start putting some pressure on Russia's allies. And is Germany not one of Russia's allies, at least a bit? I mean, they were very partner. Cl- yes, so is France. Yes. They're not allies, but there's a reason why. No, but when, they, they, they partner with them, yes. I mean, you're, you're right. Yes. There's a reason why when France and the United Kingdom and the United States and Canada were sending supplies to the Ukraine over the past six months, Germany kept saying, not us, we'll just send medical supplies. Like Germany wouldn't. In fact, it got so bad that Canada, the United, United Kingdom, and the U.S. had to fly around German airspace mm-hmm. to get to Ukraine. Because Germany would not say they wouldn't allow us, but they wouldn't clear the planes through German airspace. So Germany's kind of playing both sides of the fence here. So, and then you always have the French. Macron, he's pretending he cares. But when the tough gets tough, the French run. So, uh, you know, I mean, who's really our allies at this point? I mean, we got Australia is tight with us. But the problem with Australia and India is, is they got their hands full. There's this thing called China happening. So all of the people who we ally that are around China, they're distracted. So the only ones we got left is Canada and, you know, there's only 9 million people who live up there, right? And then the U.K. Mm-hmm. And remember, the U.K. went soft on China last year. When, yes, when, they did. When Australia, and it's so funny because then Germany had apparently had you-know-whats. When Germany and France and everybody else decide to run their navies through the claimed China Sea that China doesn't own, UK went around. But now all of a sudden with Russia, UK all of a sudden has a pair. But with China, UK was like, well, you know what? You know, the fuel isn't that much more expensive to go around the Philippines. So it's funny how these different countries are picking their allies based on the economy, LeBron James. So that's what's interesting about this is, is who, who is on our side. But the NATO thing, that's the reason why this was a big deal. The funny thing is, is with Putin, he's got three things going on. One, the economy in Russia is like China right now. Yeah. It's screwed up. So this is a distraction. It's a, hey, look over here, shiny object. Don't no, look at Ukraine. Economy's great. Okay, it's a That's show of force. One. Yes, it it's is a show, show of force. force. Yes, it, it's to to mobilize nationalism. Okay, mm-hmm. two, um, he's worried about himself. That he's seen older, weaker. At some point, there could be a coup to get him out. So now he's trying to shore up the system around him. And then the third thing is, China's distracting everybody else. So now it's the time. You notice how Russia waited until after they came in third for total medal count at the Olympics before they decided to not invade Ukraine? That wasn't by accident. They kept shaking the pans during the Olympics, but they weren't going to make a move till after the Olympics were over because they didn't want anybody to hold anything against their athletes, which aren't Russian. They're the former Russian Federation, Confederation, because none of their athletes Russian Olympic actually, commu- uh, yeah, committee. Yeah, none of them can actually compete because uh, they're all doing drugs. So this is where we're at at this point. But you got to give points to Putin, man. What a master of, uh, of uh, he's a master of ceremonies. He's the circus performer. He's the ringmaster. I mean, is he? Because he's not fooling anybody. I mean, at least at, he's at least getting the support view. of his own people, and maybe that's the only thing he wants at this point. 
And he's gotten Ukraine to back down. Ukraine wanted to join NATO. Now they're not. Yeah, but and the last time what is Ukraine going to do? Go to war over NATO? They were thinking about it. That was their posture at first. Yeah. They've, lost, they've already lost uh, Crimea. They've already lost now three provinces, not two, three. Um, uh, Russia's looking at another one. They're looking at their third largest city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the whole thing is just so disturbing at this point. I've been, you know, the worst part about it? The U.S. media sucks because everything now is sound bites and pre recorded. So all weekend, I kept trying to get live news feeds. And there was nothing. Thank God for social media, because if it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't have been able to get live feeds. Because you're looking at all the websites and news channels, and they're all like, Russia invades. So I'm thinking Russia has now passed those borders. Right. But it's it's old stories from when Russia invaded the, the occupied territories, as they called them. So there's no place to get current news now. Even NPR, I'm not trying to plug competition here, but... NPR had nothing over the weekend on this developing story. So I'm on Twitter well, that's trying to follow journalists that that's are in the Ukraine. That's a whole different conversation we can have about staffing of newsrooms and under-budgeted um, outlets sorry, and all but... of that. No, I'm just saying. I mean, you, you're, 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 call, you're calling out all of these outlets where you only have a set of resources. I mean, to cover yeah. something like this, you're right. A lot of our media centers do not have the resources to cover what could be a full-scale invasion into Ukraine over the weekend. You know, that, that, that's, just, that, that's just the way it is. And I, and I was, you know, I'm watching headline news on satellite, their, their satellite coverage of headline news, and you just get nothing. You don't have anything at all. So you're trying to find some sort of coverage, and you can't find anything in the media about the Ukraine crisis. And at this point, I think we're at the point where how can you uh, – nothing at this point is credible on any front. So I'm – man, I've never – this was a very depressing weekend for me in regards to uh, the Ukraine situation because, um, man, you, Europe is is close to being at a brink's end. And, man, we're – I honestly think there's a chance we could see nuclear, um, nuclear engagement between – uh, European now small arms, uh, maybe aircraft launched, but I I think there's a chance we could exceed, and then they just point fingers. Oh, it wasn't us. Uh, yeah, was, I don't know, and I don't I don't know enough about where we stand with that. To, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I mean, what happens if if Russia takes Megs into Ukraine airspace, mm-hmm. airspace that they they're not claiming is theirs, and armaments are used. And then later on, it's found that those ornaments are nuclear. Mm-hmm. Russia's just going to deny it. Isn't this is this the plot of Top Gun too? It might be the plot of Top Gun. I think it might be. I, I think I think at that point in time, we Tom Cruise saves the day. Might just be. <laughs> All right, he's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nikki Football. We're Sorry live. I went off on a tangent. Here on WDBO. Tackling the day's biggest stories with some laughs along the way. It's live, local, and loud. Now back to Nick and Jerry. And thanks for hanging out with us. A Tuesday night edition, live, local, and loud, right here on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. 
Orlando's News and uh, Talk. He is Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Ronowitz, Nikki Football. You can get in touch, 844-580-9326. That's 844-580-9326. Also, in the open mic in the WDBO app, just download the app, click on the open mic. We will play those throughout the show. I, I, I want to ask you a question, Jerry, and we don't have a lot of time here. So this question, it's not rhetorical, but I want you to think on it before answering because I'm going to have you answer it coming up after the break, okay? Okay. So do you know what happened 42 years ago today? Can I at least have a realm? like sports Oh, no, no, I'm something? sorry. That's not – wow, that was really bad of me. I'm sorry. That was not the rhetorical question. I just told no. you I was going to ask you a question, and I asked you a question. <laughs> do you know what happened 40 – answer this. Do you know what happened 42 years ago today? I go the miracle on ice. Exactly. 42 years ago today, do you believe in miracles? The United States beat the Soviet Union. I I remember it. Think to me, okay, the most, I would say, yeah, the most influential. No, I'm not going to call it that. I would say, yeah, yeah, give me the biggest sporting event, occurrence, okay, that happened in your lifetime. Because I th- now that I, was it. That was it for you. Yeah. Thanks for holding on to it for me there. there I am sorry. What do you want me to do? <laughs> that's all right. Because I I think forty two well, for years it's ago not today. Be that because you weren't alive. For an, and and that's what I'm getting to here. For an entire generation, forty two years ago today was the biggest sporting event of their lives. The biggest upset, I think, in all of sports history. Yeah. But I was trying to think if it were for me. So I'm thirty two years old. What would make that list? We'll get to that coming up. We're live, local, and loud here on WDBO. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Live, local, and loud. Who are these knuckleheads? Passion. We have no clear star. We can lose anybody and still be as good. Energy. You are obsessed with his mother. I'm a little uncomfortable with how obsessed with his mother you are. And a whole lot of laughs. Oh, crap, all of you. It's live, local, and loud. We have a show on a Marconi award-winning station. This is like playing for the Yankees. Here's Nick Grenowitz and Jerry Daniels. All right, hour number two, live, local, and uh, loud right here on WDBO, 107.3 FM. At AM 580 Orlando's News and Talk, he is Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grenowitz, Nikki Football. Thanks so much for making our Tuesday part of your Tuesday right here on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580 Orlando's News and Talk. So I asked Jerry this 42 years ago today. I asked Jerry this in a very roundabout, strange, confusing way. But 42 years ago today, you had the miracle on ice in Lake Placid where Team USA defeated the Soviet Union, one of the greatest. In fact, I would call the greatest upset in all of sports history, a group of college kids beating that uh, Soviet Union uh, dynasty that had won gold medals years after uh, Olympics after Olympics after Olympics. And I asked Jerry, so what, what was the most influential, what was the biggest sporting event of your lifetime, I guess? Um, and you said it was this one, right? I mean, that, that it is indeed this one, of course. This is one of the preeminent moments in U.S. sports history. It, it really is, honestly. And I hate to say it, but like of the top four, there's deaths in the other three spots. So it's like three people dying shockingly and the miracle on ice. Okay, give me the other three then. So that this would be like, uh, uh, I, I'm, yeah, this, go, go ahead. Give me the other three. I'm not, I'm, I won't guess. So one of them doesn't count on a national scale. It was just a personal thing because you're mm-hmm. asking personally. So it was the loss of Arnold Palmer and the influence he had on my life um, here in Orlando and locally. 
So that that's the one I'm going to take aside because it didn't really it, – it wasn't a national situation. It was just something personally. It meant a lot to me. Okay. Um, saying goodbye. Now, the three that on a large scale I think others share is Dale Earnhardt's death in the Daytona okay. 500. Completely changed the sport of racing. It, it It's never been the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, I'm – Kobe Bryant's death. Really? And, I mean, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call that a sporting event. But okay, okay fine. I, I guess why? But why? All right, go 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 to the go to the next one here. Then I'll I'll follow up. And it's the miracle on ice. Now, the only other okay. one I would probably put in the conversation was Magic Johnson announcing that he had uh, contracted AIDS would probably be in the conversation. So Man, if I, I had to take out Arnold Palmer, okay, um, because it wasn't a national scope. I would say it would have been Magic Johnson um, confirming the uh, suspicions that he had contracted AIDS and as a result had to. Now, um, this turned into a really sad list. I'm sorry. Uh, I would tell you that the the incident with the NCAA being canceled due to COVID is probably honorable mention. Um but that those are the events. I'm sorry they're not like so and so winning this or well that's my you know, list. My, Tiger my list winning the Masters at you that's know, actually age... that's actually on my list is a Tiger winning the Masters. So okay, okay. So but why why is Kobe on this list? I'm I'm confused. Other than I mean, like a lot of people were really bummed out. It, bummed. I think it, yeah. it. He seemed like one of those characters that transcended reality. And even though I wasn't the biggest fan of Kobe Bryant, his someone like that dying in the way that he died at his age reminded me that none of us are safe, that mortality is a finite thing that can hit any one of us. It really did. I'm sorry. It just, it was, um, huh. you know, in the Tiger Woods incident on Thanksgiving, Oh, that's a, uh, I, I, that's an interesting kind one. of in the conversation too, just because of how much of an effect it had on Orlando mm-hmm. in this community. Hmm. I I'm sorry, my my things are not probably what you no no, no that, that that's perfectly fine. I mean, you went in a direction with it that I didn't expect, but that's fine. This is live radio. I mean, we're operating here without a net. I, I mean, fine. I do believe the 19 year old winning the Masters, yeah, big uh, deal, was 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 incredible. Yeah, it's just I there there are times in which where there is an age gap between you and me where that age gap shows this is one of those times because mine are all fun happy moments. No, I'm sorry. Right? I mean, well no, it's fine. You've just you've lived more life than me and that gives you more perspective on some of these things that have happened and how it really has changed the landscape. Like I'm trying to give you credit here in the fact that I didn't really think about the Kobe Bryant thing that way. You know, I mean, I, I don't I don't necessarily think about um, some of the sadder moments in history of really shaping the way that we view events, you know, in either sport culture or just culture in general. I mean, I have said multiple times, Kobe dying caught me by surprise because I didn't think that he was as popular or really as revered by those in the basketball community. And really, out, it's really outside of the basketball community that surprised me. We had professional golfers that wore Kobe's number on their, you know, on their, their golf shoes you know, on their golf bag because they were mourning. So that I totally understand having that. I just didn't think of that. Can I put it in perspective? Please. Okay. 
So of the 10 sporting events that I, and I'm not reading this from a list, this is off memory, of the 10 sporting event, events of the last 100 years that I think would go on this list, I only saw two of them. So the fight of the century was in 1971. It was before I was born, okay? Um, for those who don't know, that's the big Frazier versus Ali, okay? It, it, it's, it's an event that happened... Uh, the Thrill in Manila, also, if you want to throw that in. They both happened when I was either two or was not born. Right, you okay? Were born. Yeah, you The know. 1936 Olympic men's 4 by 100 relay that shocked Jesse Owens, shocked the world, and showed the world that you don't have to be a white male from Germany right under um, Adolf Hitler's nose uh, to be the greatest, okay? So that also happened, you know, before I was around, 1936. Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game. No one saw it, but... Hershey, Pennsylvania. 1962, you know, a decade before I was born. Mm -hmm. Babe Ruth's called shot, 1932. Wasn't around for it. I was around for Hank Aaron's 715th home run where he ran around the bases in Fulton County Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia, just south of Atlanta, Georgia, and was chased on the field by a fan. But I was two years old. I don't remember it. Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier in 1947. I wasn't around for it. I was five months old when the Immaculate Reception happened in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, during the 1972 AFC Divisional Game. Okay? I wasn't around for most of the top ten. The only thing I was around for in the top ten, in my humble opinion, was the Miracle on Ice um, and probably... Um, probably Kirk Gibson, the 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 the, the Kirk Gibson walk off. That's mm -hmm. it. Those are probably two of the greatest. See, you wouldn't you wouldn't put Phelps's Olympics on this when it was it was it in uh... it, was, it was over four four Olympics. It wasn't like a, a no, no no. I'm talking about the one where he won all the medals, the eight gold medal Olympics. Yeah, I, I mean where where Michael Phelps went to. You know what? I hate to say this. He went I remember to remember Usain Bolt. More oh, blowing away from Gerald, the crowd. Come on, I'm sorry. Oh, I remember that's fine. him this running. This is your list. It's not mine. And it's almost just jogging to mm -hmm. the end with no one else around. I mean that, you know. Oh, you know, there's one in the top ten. You're going to say it's not a sporting moment, but here we go. I'm the I'm the luckiest man on the face of the earth. The the, the Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. Yeah. That's probably top ten too. But I got news for you. That also happened thirty years before I was born. So maybe these are all more mythical because I wasn't here to see them. Mm -hmm. But only the miracle on ice sticks in my, the Bob, what's his name? The one who got the World Series. You're talking about uh, Michaels. No hitter. No, the World Series. Um, uh, it's I was funny the broadcaster. Okay. Uh, the, you know, Bob Gibson? The yeah, Bob Gibson. Okay. That, that might be in there. Probably the only other one, and, and now it seems to have like kind of washed away, but Bob Costas calling the 89 World Series in San Francisco Bay when the earthquake. The earthquake. That's probably because I remember it. I remember where I was. So that's probably the one that I would say is another, if you're talking like positives. Mm -hmm. The problem with Tiger Woods winning the Masters that year was I read about it after the fact. Um. See, for me, it's the most I didn't recent get a one. Chance it's the to 2019 watch that, Masters. I, I, I didn't get a chance to watch that game. I remember I actually worked that day. 
Um, and I didn't get a chance to see that. I heard about it that night on SportsCenter. Mm-hmm. So I think the events that I either were at live or I watched live on television are the ones that stick mostly in my mind. I saw Dale Earnhardt die. I was literally watching the Daytona 500. I mean, it was I was in front of the television when he hit the wall. It wasn't a replay. I wasn't in the kitchen getting popcorn. I was watching the television when Dale Earnhardt hit the wall. Mm-hmm. And I remember my stomach sinking. I remember <laughs> watching the Miracle on Ice sitting on the hassock in my family room with my dad behind me, with me leaning up against my dad's leg. This is the Tyree catch. Seven years old. This is the Tyree catch for me. I'll never forget where I was for the day. Something like that, like the David Tyree catch, where David Tyree goes up, makes that catch. I almost fall through the glass table at my grandparents' apartment. You know, no, I, I I agree with you. I understand where you can kind of vividly remember everything about where you were. And I think that's 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 the difference. Okay. Like the, the 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 Dolphins winning. The perfect season, you know. I, I was well, how old was I? I? No, I wasn't. I wasn't born. I was five months. I was. I was four months in my mom's belly. So that, that's what I'm saying. A lot of the moments that I have romantic visions of didn't exist in my lifetime, and I'm sure you have those too. How many of the things that I mentioned oh, that I you consider in that category? Yeah. But you didn't see them. You probably don't remember the Dale Earnhardt crash. You were alive. Oh, not yeah. I re- I remember the Earnhardt crash. But you're right. I mean, it is not a vivid memory of mine. Yes. That, I mean, that's what makes this a subjective question. Absolutely. So, what's your four? We'll get to mine when coming we get up. Back. Yep. Yeah. We're live, local, and loud here on WDBO. Now, now, now the three big things you need to know. Three. I-4 is getting ready to open its express lane Saturday. The Florida Department of Transportation announced the 21-mile stretch of eastbound and westbound express toll lanes will open at 10 a.m. Two. The three Two. men already convicted of killing Ahmaud Arbery have now been convicted as well on federal hate crimes charges. One. And One. President Biden says it's clear Russia has begun its invasion of Ukraine. Catching you up on what you missed during a long day at work. It's Live Local and Loud. Here's Nick and Jerry. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Live Local and uh, Loud right here on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's News and Talkies, Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Ruddle with Nicky Football. You can get in touch at 844-580-9326. That's 844-580-9326. Also, in the open mic in the WDBO app. Just download the app, click on the open mic, and we will play those throughout the show. All right, so, Jerry, you and I have been talking about um, uh, some of the most influential sports moments of of your lifetime because the Olympic uh, gold, Team USA's Olympic gold, uh, happened 42 years ago today in Lake Placid, of course, the miracle on ice. Um, what was – by the way, just, just restate your four real quick, then we'll get to mine here in a moment. I mean, I had Arnold Palmer in there, but it's because of the personal relationships. If you take that out, it would probably be Tiger Woods uh, – at the 19th or Tiger Woods incident with the uh, Thanksgiving Day thing. Um, uh, Dale Earnhardt dying. I know you don't like my negativities. The miracle on ice. Um, and you didn't like my Kobe Bryant one, but it, it just it sticks in my memory. I knew where I was when Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. uh, died. And I wasn't even a fan of Kobe Bryant. 
So if you want to take Kobe out of it, then it would be when Magic Johnson announced that he had contracted AIDS. But like I, you are, you are really discussing two events that actually happened within a game, and I, I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Like it's, it's, it's your list. That's fine. I mean, I just, I, I looked at it. The way I look at this is I'm I'm thinking about okay sporting moments not necessarily okay. like Kobe was retired for 3 4 years at that okay, point so I, I mean, took him out and I put Magic Johnson Magic Johnson was actually playing No I, and, and that the, is a the seminal with the moment blood on the court it's and a huge they, moment in NBA history yeah Yes absolutely I mean there were people that were absolute I mean just like you absolutely shocked at that We news. didn't we didn't know how AIDS was contracted 100% when I, I mean, I hate this. This is going to come across. No, hard. there were questions. When, I mean, is... five years prior to that, I, I, the media had led America to believe it was a, a disease that only a certain type of person could get. Uh, then Magic Johnson had it, and then we were, you know, shocked that someone who was a celebrity could get it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, that was a moment that burns in my my mind. I just, I remember how big of a deal it was. So that was. I didn't think AIDS was really a thing until Magic Johnson got it, which is probably not right, unfair. But I was young. I, no. I don't know. It must have been in my teens. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not not judging you. I'm not criticizing it. That's that. That's an interest. It's an, it's an interesting. Thought. But I was watching the NBA game when Magic Johnson got the bloody nose. Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching Tiger Woods win the Masters. Mm-hmm. So that's why that sticks into memory. I was watching Dale Earnhardt when he died, when he hit the wall. Um, I was watching the miracle on ice. See, to go along with that line that I would say one of the one for, ones for me will be the Rudy Gobert testing positive for COVID. You had mentioned that, right? I mean, when yeah. Rudy Gobert tested yeah. positive for COVID and the uh, arena there in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever they call that arena, the the Power Bank Arena or whatever it is. Um and the fans being told to leave the arena. We don't know what's going on. They've canceled the game. I was watching ESPN when, mm-hmm. that, when that came down. So, in an essence, I watched the press conference when he touched the microphones. Yeah. I know. We, we, we made fun of it on the show. Yeah. We did. We, I mean, we, we, we made fun of a lot of things at that point. Um, we still do. But, yes, I mean, that would be one that was on my list. Um, the Cavs winning the 2016 title is on my list. My list is going to sound so juvenile and stupid compared to yours because yours was serious and kind of sad. But... The Cavs winning the 2016 title, LeBron winning the title in Cleveland, the chase down block, that series against Golden State, the Warriors blowing that 3-1 lead. If I had 10, I would have had the the chase down block on the list. This is an amazing moment in in NBA history. And don't forget, that moment in NBA history, it was a 73-win Golden State team. That moment, that game, that series is what led to Kevin Durant going to Golden State. It changed the entire face of the NBA and the league looks completely different today and will for generations. It's weird because the moments of it. you remember it though. Like I remember LeBron James being angry at the shirtless one doing the hand Smith. wave yeah. because of the clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember the that was, not a, that one, was a different series though, of course, you know, right? I, I, I oh, know. Okay. I know, but I'm saying moments I remember. I remember the not one, not two, not three. I remember that. It wasn't a game. But I remember the decision, okay? I remember Shaquille O'Neal coming to Miami from Los Angeles with the semi-truck, with the smoke bellowing and all of that. I remember the um, – those. Are, it's weird. It's, it's a lot of times – I don't know if that means I'm not a sports fan, but a lot of times it's the events off of the court 
that or the field that I remember more than what actually was on the field or mm-hmm. the court. Heck, I remember Big Baby throwing that computer in the hotel lobby more than some of the events. Actually, yeah. Big Baby has two of the most memorable events for me. He has that one, and he has Doc Rivers. Remember when he fell down? I don't. During the playoffs and couldn't get up. He was out of breath, and Doc Rivers was yelling at him, going, get up, get up. Um, it's that was weird. when every general manager in the league should have just taken him off their roster list. And they were like, this guy, <laughs> this guy's out of shape. This guy's so fat, he can't. He's been a huge game. I remember Kevin Garnett picking a fight with, uh, with Reggie Miller. Um, it's weird the moments you remember in sports – and they should be the shots, but there's not a lot of shot. I remember Magic, the MJ shot. I remember the the shot against the Sixers that went in that got Toronto to go on to the NBA Finals. Yeah, the Kawhi, and, Kawhi and Leonard yeah. runner. Yeah. I, but I I remember the kick uh, with the Giants to get them to beat the Bills. There's there's moments that I remember in sports as far as plays, but it's always the moments. It's the characters. It's the moments off some of the worst moments, the non-sportsmanship moments off the court that are the ones you remember the most. Hmm. That's a, it's, it's interesting stuff. All right, he's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nikki Football. We're live, local, and loud here on WDBO. It's live, local, and loud. Now, back to Nick and Jerry. And thanks for hanging out with us. A Tuesday night edition, live, local, and loud, right here on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's News and Talk. He is Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunewitz, Nikki. Football, you can get in touch, 844-580-9326. That's 844-580-9326. Also, in the open mic in the WDBO app. Just download the app, click on the open mic. We will play those throughout the show. So Aaron Rodgers made some headlines last night, the Green Bay Packers quarterback. Well, is he the former Green Bay Packers quarterback? Is he the current Green Bay Packers quarterback? Where, where are we are with this? I don't think he's been formally announced as not the Green Bay okay. quarterback, right? Okay. As far as but, I, I mean, know. As of this, the end of the season, technically he's a free agent. That is true. I, no, no, no. He's No, no, no. He's not a free agent. He is not. There is another year left on his deal. He is the one thing that he is not. Other than maybe You're right, in his right it mind. A, it's right. It wasn't a player option. I'm no, not, I was yeah, thinking exactly. Player option. Exactly. No, no, no. He is not a free agent. And he is not, I, I think, of, of sane mind, in, in, in my opinion. But Aaron Rodgers kind of put together this whole cry for attention slash Instagram post, which was like, a, hey, great year, everybody. Thanks for the memories. And everybody read it into, of course, that he was kind of announcing either his retirement, which was kind of strange, um, or that he was leaving the Green Bay Packers. Well, Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show on Sirius XM and at least announced that no news was coming on his career. For sure. I think it's, you know, let me just put this disclaimer out right away for the, the, uh, the few people watching that are tuning in just for a specific uh, maybe news or decision. There will be no news today. No decision on, on my future. Uh, as I was texting with you yesterday, I just got out of a 12-day Panchakarma. So he said that there was no news coming, as you heard. I love how he insulted Pat McAfee in one swoop and then decided to 
give them the non the, Well, you love doing that on this show. It irritates yeah, the hell out of me yeah, with yeah, the yeah. eight people that are watching. Or <laughs> I think he's referring to the NFL media is what he's referring to there is the Adam Schefters and Ian yeah, Rappaport's yeah, that are yeah, looking yeah. to, you know, Chris Morin says, tweet the headline, of course. Yeah. Uh, but he says, no news, no decision on my future. I just got done with a 12-day Panchakarma. No. Do you know what Panchakarma is? No. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah, I, go ahead. Because I had to. I had to look into it. You had to look up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A, a panchakarma. Anything with karma in it makes me worried. Okay, well, panchakarma, according to the great people that actually did the research at the USA Today, a 12-day cleanse, yep. you don't do anything but follow a specific diet that helps with recentering. I'm out already. Actually, you had me probably, at, <laughs> you lost me at diet or cleansing. Uh, that give you that gives you a sense of intense gratitude. Um, okay. So Panchakar is a method of cleansing I, I the body. No, I have no gratitude. Go ahead. Of well, Panchakarma is a method of cleansing the body of all unwanted yeah. waste after yeah. lubricating it. I'm out. Ah, I'm out. No, wow. no, no. There, there will be no lube. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Panchakarma are five. Okay, oh, in God, number. I'm gross. just I'm just reading what is written down here. Okay, hence the term Pancha. Five karma procedures. So it's five procedures Ooh, to break God. it down. The treatment is unique in the sense it includes preventative. You know, I'm not going to read all that. All right, fine. They're not doctors. <laughs> let's be honest. Though we have had two years of people pretending to be doctors. So here's what you do, okay? You do three days of ghee therapy. So you can what? consume something towards ghee, called ghee. I don't know what ghee is. G-H-E-E. Until you, G-H-E-E. quote, evacuate at both ends. Ah. <laughs> Three oh, God, days I'm looking of... at it. It's clarified butter. Oh, man, really? <laughs> so you eat clarified butter yeah. until you evacuate at both ends. No. You do one day of therapeutic vomiting. Ah. One day <laughs> laxative therapy. Oh, oh, God. This is insane. Where did he? Three days of herb drops in your I nose. I officially don't believe him. Three days of herb drops in nose. I don't believe him. Five, you do many days of, can you say the word anima on the radio? I think so. But many days of that. Moon, river. And then yoga and meditation throughout. (laughs) You put me through this. There will be no yoga. There will be no meditation. There is going to be a lot of praying. (laughs) Three days. it, It seems to me like everyone asked all year long whether or not Aaron Rodgers was full of bleep. Oh, he's empty now, baby. This is, this is insane. I mean, like I'm going through a lot of this here. I, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't want to do any more research. I'm done. I'm, I'm done with the research (laughs) at this point in time. So there, there you go. There you go. Denver. You want him? He's, he is cleansed and clarified. Can I ask you a question of clear mind now? Yeah. You got a couple minutes. You're Nikki Football. I am. You got your nickname because you're the greatest quarterback that ever lived. Sure. My question for the greatest quarterback I've ever lived is as a free agent, where are you going this offseason, Nikki Football? So I can right choose now. anywhere? Yeah. I can choose any team in the league or the leagues that are or the teams that are looking for, for quarterbacks here. How are we doing this? Okay. Places where there's an open. Okay, all right. But so, if you're the greatest quarterback ever, yeah. who's not going to take Nikki football? Well, no, of course. I'm going to Tampa Bay. I think Tampa is the best opening. Tampa Tampa is the Everybody best. Everybody keeps telling me that's not the case. Denver? 
They're telling me it's Denver or the 49ers. Well, the the weird thing about the Niners thing, okay, is that they have Jimmy Garoppolo. Fine, they'd move on from him. They just spent all this money on Trey Lance, and while it made may or spent all the all these resources on Trey Lance. Yes, yes, yes. It made sense if Tom Brady was going to go there for one year. But wherever Aaron Rodgers is going, you are going to pay Aaron Rodgers top three, top four quarterback money, and you are hoping Aaron Rodgers, who is 37 years old, off the top of my head, that sounds right. Two years, maybe? I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers plays for another four or five. No. Why not? It, Why not? I mean, like, we're Breeze, so spoiled now. We are. We're no, so no, no. I, I understand. We're so spoiled. Hey, hey the, the guy is doing Panchakarma, Jerry. <laughs> I'm expecting if if he's doing three days of ghee therapy where he is evacuating at both <laughs> ends, butter, man. if oh, he is doing therapeutic so vomiting, <laughs> if there is a full 24 hours of uh, lax, if he is doing the Panchakarma correctly, <laughs> I'm expecting another half decade of high performance out of Aaron Rodgers. I think he's trying to, when you look at Aaron Rodgers, you don't think Tom Brady. And I think he's trying to redraw the line that he's the next Tom Brady. And he's not. He's just not. Dude, dude, let, let's not compare avocado ice cream <laughs> with three days of herb drops in nose. I agree. And I know nothing about this whatsoever. So, I mean, I've never been cleansed. I don't actually. I don't. I don't even even cleanse my toilets. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't (laughs) want to know. I don't want to know about this. This is just yikes. Aaron, how about this? I don't believe. Do you believe anything he said? I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's the thing. That's that's a great point. Do you believe that Aaron Rodgers did this? Or is Aaron? Can we make that our open mic tomorrow? Is Aaron Rodgers just bleeping with us and with the Packers? Yes. Yes. Okay. Or. Did he actually bleep for what looked like? By the a way, maybe it's a whole joke because he plays for the Packers, right? <laughs> wow. Three days. <laughs> I can't believe anyone would sign up. Packers are named after Cheech Packers, right? I have no idea. <laughs> Stop it. I knew you couldn't be polite during this. I knew I knew you weren't going to be able to. You weren't going to be able to do that. 12-day Panchakarma, and now he has a ton of gratitude. Yeah, I would have a ton of gratitude that I was done with it as well. 12 days. So, to I hate answer, to say it, but 12 days, my ass. That's really long. Wow. <laughs> that's a really long time. 12 days. Like, that's ne- nearly two weeks. You know what's really flying here. <laughs> so you think this is all a lie? I think it's all a lie. So you think this is all a complete lie from Aaron Rodgers yep. that yep. he's trying? So is he? Here's is he just trying to? Is he just trying to act as? Is this a Costanza? Is he trying to act as weird as possible to get the Packers to move on from him? Is this a George Costanza I trying think to get he's fired? Trying to inform teams in the NFL. What team is watching this? Though I saying, don't. Oh, I think yeah. they're looking at it going. Wow, maybe he's maybe he is Mister Avocado Toast. The the but hold on because Bill Belichick didn't like the fact that. <laughs> Tom Brady ate avocado ice cream. Yeah, but look at Bill Belichick. Come on, man. The league is still the, the NFL is still very provincial with this kind of stuff. No, I think I think a younger crowd. Your voice I went off former, an entire octave when you said that. You don't even believe it. Come on. I think there's a new school of thought made up of mm-hmm. individuals who were former Cox media employees and interns 
that they all worked have... at the front desk. That worked at the front they all worked at the front desk. <laughs> They're running the league now. I think Goodell. Have you, have you I think Goodell worked. Story is true or not? Yet? I think Goodell worked at the front desk. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't gotten. I haven't quite followed up on that yet. I think there's a different mindset in the NFL. Yeah. And I think he's selling that group that at 37, he's got another eight years at least. He better after the Pancha Karma. <laughs> eight years. Wow. All right. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nikki Football. <laughs> Last call is coming up next. We're live local and loud here on WDBO. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.